next guest needs no introduction. He has appeared in almost 40 projects in just 10 years in the entertainment business. Just this past year alone, he has appeared in Little Dog, Shadowhunters, Crossword Mysteries, and CBC's Frankie Drake Mysteries. Please welcome to the show actor, producer, writer, director, Romaine Waite. Thank you, thank you. you. You make me sound so accomplished. I don't even feel that way. Well, dude, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm checking you out, like, professionally. I'm checking you yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm flattered either way. Thank but. you. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you know, you, you're just getting started in, in this business, and you got started. We'll talk about it, but you got started, you know, by, you know, by chance almost, it seems. Mm. Um, and you've been so busy, it sounds like, like crazy busy. Listen, man, I, uh, first and foremost, I'm extremely grateful uh, to be in the situation that I'm in, which is to participate in projects like this. Um, but yeah, to, to touch on like this, just the starting point, um, it was very organic, I feel, um, in terms of getting my start, getting the idea that acting could actually be a career. Um, you know, it takes me back to like high school. I did a couple plays in high school, but it was just fun really to be honest yeah. i didn't really think about it too much uh stopped after high school and then just through a friend you know somebody was putting together a little indie film and i was just like hey something i've never done before i've sure. always done theater um so i did the audition got the part and long story long you know i uh turned it into a career so Here it's been are. good yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so originally from montego bay yes sir jamaica how yes, old sir. were you when you came up to the great white north wow um young you know i was around like seven eight okay um so like canada's canada's home yeah. I've, I've been here ever since i mean i have gone back to jamaica multiple times okay i still okay. have family there okay um i'm actually having this urge to go back right now um but for an extended period of time yeah but yeah yeah jamaica's home man the jamaica's cold of november sure. will do yeah, that to, to everybody yeah. <laughs> And you know what? I, f I feel like we didn't even have a summer this year. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like yeah. winter just came and just like, bam, I'm here. And we just right into it, you know? Yeah. So I'm definitely feeling a bit of that, that homesickness and I'm wanting to get some of that warmth, some of that good food, and obviously, you know, see mm -hmm. my family and stuff. How yeah. often do you go back? Um, the last time I was there was 20, I want to say 2016. Okay. Yeah, that was the last time we were there. So I, I'm feeling a bit a bit anxious yeah. now. Was it yeah. one of those things that mom and dad or you know wanted something better for their for their son for the family so let's move up to the uh yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was like that. You know, my my parents came up before me. Um so okay. I spent some time down there with some other relatives while yeah. they kind of came up here, got things set up, you know, and then I came up afterwards. Um but yeah, I think that's what it was for sure, you know, coming up here and and wanting a, a better opportunity for himself. Mm -hmm. Um and then through osmosis you know a better opportunity for me as well yeah yeah uh lived in brampton that was like home for you when you when you first got up here yeah yeah uh, the brampton bramley area okay. when i first came to canada was 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 hometown um and then i kind of moved around from there um my parents moved up north a little bit more uh and i was like man this is too far i'm getting away from all the action you know <laughs> so um i was in mississauga for a bit you know close to toronto and so on and so forth but yeah mostly gta yeah. yeah, mostly GTA. How old, w so was it in high school you're doing plays just because it's fun to do and it's something to do? Um, how old were you when uh, this, you know, a, f a friend of yours came to you and said, hey, my uncle's doing this this indie film? How oh, man. Um, I'm not going to pinpoint a specific age because okay. truthfully I don't think I can remember right now. But it was like, I want to say early 20s maybe. Okay. Maybe early 20s. So you're 20s. you're like I don't know you did you go to college university? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did all that, man. So what did you study? I did I did computer science, man. Okay. Yeah, so I'm 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 into like programming, coding, web design, graphics, and all that like kind of stuff. And that's like you were going there. I'm gonna go work for Google. Or yeah, I was doing somewhere. all I was doing all that stuff, man. Like I that was uh, strangely enough, I wanted to be a computer animator. I mean, it's not strange, but I want that was my okay career of choice when yeah, people yeah. ask me you know what do you want to be when you grow up i'd be like computer animator yeah um because I, I love that stuff um like my dad is an engineer so that kind okay. of that com working with computers and building and creating i guess that kind of came from that but i was also artistic and i and i like that type of stuff so computer animation was definitely 
something I was interested in. I'm still interested in it now, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm more into like just the aesthetics of, of graphics. Like I really like typography. It's weird, I know. Okay. But um, I, I appreciate a lot of that stuff. Like I'll watch animated movies and just be like, oh man, this looks so good. Like look at the strand of hair and how beautiful that is. You know, I pick up on the details. What's what's your uh, what have you been most impressed by? Like which which animated film do you watch? It go, damn, how did they like that? That looks really good. So. Only because this is recent, yeah. I've watched the progression of there's two, but this one I'll I'll, I'll speak on this one, um, the progression of Toy Story. Mm. So you know, watching that from the first one up yeah. until the most recent one, the way these guys put these films together is absolutely like phenomenal. I don't know if you've seen the fourth I haven't one, seen the last one, but no. there's a there's a rain scene in the beginning, and it just looks it's it's beautiful, yeah. it's beautiful. And then the other one in terms of animation is also a recent one. Uh, is trolls, okay, yeah, 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 with the hair, with the hair, and all that again, yeah. with all the hair, the detail, like they're they're fuzzy little creatures, and so like to take the time to do that, get that that texture, yeah, it's crazy, man, it's crazy. That is wild. Listen, we're we're, we're talking about a- animated movies, and I'm just thinking about um, Martin Scorsese, mm. and uh, sort of this, not a feud with Marvel, but. <laughs> And I sort of get almost what he's sa- I get. I get what he's what If he's we're talking about the same conversation, I'll yeah, uh, go ahead. I'll let I, you finish. I, Sorry. I get what he's saying about what he, he said something to the effect of, and I think he talked about the Marvel as a genre rather than specifically Marvel film because you can put DC in there and right. these cartoons and stuff. And, and he talked about, you know, how Marvel movies is, what do you say? It's not cinema. Mm. And uh, yeah, and there's a lot of people that are saying. I haven't seen anyone agree with him, although I haven't sort of looked for that. Mm. But every time I see that, it's it's people. This is what the Russo brothers said about this. And right. This is you know the the head of Marvel said this. So I know it's people that are obviously disagreeing. Right. What are your th- What are your thoughts? First, first of all, Martin Scorsese is Martin Scorsese, right? Yeah. Or yeah. Scorsese. I don't know if that's a, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, properly, but you know he he's a legend in the game, and I think he's a he's a purist, right? Mm. So for him. And I think the the part of his 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 uh, uh, comment that I take out is he I think he mentioned that these films are like roller coasters, they're like theme parks. Mm, yes, so you right, have to right. you have they're, they're they're built to please a lot of people. They're built to be please the masses. So I get that lens uh, in terms of what they are because they're very plot driven. You know what I mean? Like mm. if you if you take That's out. Right. Yeah. They're they're very plot driven. Yeah, so if you, it's not very, it's not about character, it's not about people. It's about plot. And a lot of people are um, coming in uh, with with uh, preconceived ideas and fans of these characters. Um, so they're really trying to service that. So I don't think he's wrong per yeah, se. Yeah. Um, I, I completely get it. Um, but to say it's not cinema, um, that I think that's a bit of a yeah. A bit of a stretch because I think it, it is cinema in its own right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not to his taste or to some people's taste. That's yeah, all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I look back on that and I go, you know what? Every most movies I go to now, it's with my son, my 13 year old son now. Yeah. Um, and it's all Marvel stuff, all DC stuff. I think the only one that wasn't was John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> we went to number three. I said, okay, let's go. Don't tell mom we're going to this. But let's go. We'll tell it's a love story. It's about a guy whose <laughs> guy's dog was killed and he's seeking revenge, right? So it's all about love, right? So let me let me ask you a yeah. question. Did did you enjoy the third John Wick? Did you enjoy it? You know what I did? Yeah. Okay. I did. I okay. I they had um, there was that one villain that sort of had a, a comedic bent. Yeah. To him, and uh, I I thought I thought it was good. Okay. I thought it was funny. Um. I was surprised that he s- survived. Well, you know, if you ha- if you don't know, there's not a, a plot. To, you know, I'm not telling any secrets here, but the, he, he obviously he survives. Yeah. You know the the fall. Um, but yeah, I liked it. Yeah. You, doesn't sound like you did. I, I'm I'm impartial because I'm a, I'm a huge Keanu Reeves fan. Yeah. I really am. But I don't know. It just it just it was lacking a little bit of a texture for me. I don't know. I feel like they were. This was an attempt to. You know, squeeze as much juice out of the lemon, so to speak. Yeah, you, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, and it's no diss to the. It's how far can we go with these fights? Right. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. were which were great. Yeah. But I just yeah. I, I I got a bit of that. They're, they're trying to squeeze every last drop out of it. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I still love Keanu. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward. What they've got the 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 TV series, coming what? out now. Yeah, TV series about the about the Continental. 
Oh, wow. So I think they're doing a whole TV. I don't know what, where it's going to. I don't know if they've started filming it or writing it, but apparently there's a TV series called The Continental that they're going to create. So this whole world ar- around, you know, this, this culture nice. and the hotel and the coins nice. and, and, and all of that. I'd be interested to see that because I, I think, think so. that concept in itself was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I enjoyed the first one for sure. Yeah. So I, I think that, that, that has a potential for a series for sure. I think the third – um, the third movie here was better than the third Matrix, <laughs> right? For sure. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, I'll give you that one for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Third yeah. Matrix. Okay. This enough. Yeah. Second one was pretty good. Second Matrix was pretty Second good. Second Matrix was good. Yes. You know. Yeah. Third one was like okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Again, uh, that that was an attempt to squeeze. Yeah. Every last drop of juice out the lemon. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so. <laughs> so you're you're in your your twenties. When, when you get this, was that your, for outside of high school? Yeah. Was that your first acting gig? Because I know you did theater as well. Yeah, I, I, would, I would. Yeah, I would say so. That was your first one. I, I would say so, yes. I would say be, be, because that was that was the catalyst okay. in terms of uh, career aspirations. Yeah, yeah. Prior to that, it was just like, ah, this is cool. This yeah. is fun. But that uh, project and those ones afterwards were all attempts to to get in to get into the to the industry and to progress yeah. uh you know my craft and my career you're in your 20s and you're like how dare you believe that you can be uh, yes like, did you, what, are you, what are you thinking of kid? yeah come on man <laughs> did, 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 did your friends or family say listen you're, you're on your way to like great income <laughs> that's the future i'm really curious about this all right so you're you're an adult now making this i'm going to be an actor usually you're in your 20s going i'm going to stop being an actor and working at Starbucks and get a real job. Tell me about this conversation. Listen, um, if you, if you know anything about Caribbean parents or minority parents, I okay, think okay. I think yeah, we, yeah. I don't think it's just Caribbean. Yeah. Minority parents are very um, like career oriented. Yeah. So if you're not a doctor, I, lawyer, <laughs> dentist, any one of those, it's yeah. like, what are you doing with your life, right? So we came all well, the way for, here, right? Yeah. For this, yeah. <laughs> so if you're not one of those things, it's definitely a conversation. Um, but really it was one of those things where, you know, my, my mom and my dad have always supported me, you know, in, in one way or the other. Um, my dad was always of the notion of like, just pick something and do it a hundred percent, you know? And then my mom on the other side is a little bit more conservative and she would say things like, you know, don't leave certainty for uncertainty. Um, and, and an acting career is never certain, you know? So, but I get what she was saying, right? I mean, every parent wants the best for their kids. So, um, I definitely understand that. But yeah, no, it w- it's it's good now because, you know, thankfully the the scales have have tipped, you yeah. know, and so now it's easier to convince them that this is uh, not that I need to, but it's easier now they can see, okay, all right, you know, something's going on here, yeah. we, we can we can support this, uh, and it's not that they didn't before, but there was a bit of apprehension, yeah. which is natural for any. Have parent, they seen right? you on TV? On, on yeah, 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 all the time. What like, was their first reaction? Um. It's hard to it's hard to say. Like my my mom is a uh, is 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 low key like she I don't know if you, your your parents do this but my mom will never show me love like in front of me but like I'll hear it through the grapevine. She's telling yeah all she's telling everybody all the friends on all the her fam- own Facebook. Look yeah, at my son. Yeah 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 <laughs> but when it comes to me no she won't tell me she will go do some dishes get on my face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so it's that type of thing which I love and I know that's what it is but you know. It's it's all good. Wow. It's all good. So had you already finished school? Were you still in school? Were you working when this sort of metamorphosis took place? What, what were you doing specifically? Oh, man, I, w- I was doing a lot of different things, man. Um, you know, I, I, I think I went through all those periods of, like, you know, those odd jobs and, um, you know, working in just different areas, doing different things. Uh, but, again, that was that was just the main, the main focus. Yeah? Always the main focus, yeah. Tell me about um, – so as I was, you know, reading some stuff, I noticed ah, you, you went and uh, you played at the uh, Scarborough mm. Theater, Scarborough Village Theater. Scar- yes, Scarborough's home for me. Yes. Um, tell me about acting live, like in front, like you can't. There's no, you know, let's let's do this take again. Yeah. It's like it starts and then it ends, and whatever happens in the middle, yes, <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> tell me about because that's a different muscle, right? Than yeah. just here's a script, let's do this part. Yeah. Um, that particular, I'll start with this, that particular, uh, theater and show, uh, a, a very, a 
very good memories for me. Mm. Um, for one, um, for whatever reason, I had done obviously theater before that, but for some reason that show really kind of gave me a boost of confidence. Um, and I'll tell you why. Uh, first of all, the setup of the theater. It's uh, for anyone who's, who hasn't been there. It's like a it's like a half circle, yeah. uh, as opposed to your 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 typical theater, which is just strictly front facing. Like you you know there's nobody on your sides or anything like that. Um, so you're basically you're almost surrounded yeah. um, by the audience. There's nowhere to hide. You can't face upstage and like you know maybe crack a smile or something like that. You have to be like completely focused because um, people can see you from all angles. Uh, and then the second reason is because this particular play that I did there called Nuts, yeah. um, I played the character Aaron Levinsky. Uh, just as a side note, they did a movie of it where um, Richard Dreyfus played my character, and I think it was Barbara Streisand played the other the yeah. other lead. Um, but my character is basically on stage for um, like two hours, and I think it was like tw- we had like a twenty minute intermission in between, so I'm on stage the whole the time. Whole time. Um, and just kind of going at it, going at it. And so for whatever reason, I guess just that experience really kind of like, okay, wow, I can, I can do this thing. You know what I mean? Two hours going at it, um, with the other actors, um, engaging with the audience and whatnot, just really kind of put me at a a different mindset in terms of, um, what I was capable of doing. Has it changed the way you prep? Because I can imagine you need to be focused the whole time. You can't. Let your guard down, you can, right? And then get back into character. Like right. you're in character the whole time. The whole time. How which is which is strangely enough, it's easier. I find it easier. Really? It, in a sense of like, if you can visualize a wind up toy, yeah, uh, where you just you, you 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 put all the energy in the winding, you go, you go, you go, and you just let it go, and it just let it run. Yeah. That's theater. And then when it's done, it's done. You wind up again for the next show. Yeah. Whereas with uh, film and television. It's more of an ebb and flow. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, action. Da, 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 da. Okay, cut. You got to change the camera around. So, you know, different angle, whatever. Uh, you got to block it out. So in between, you know, let's call it the, the acting or when you're actually doing the work, mm. it's like, you know, maybe 15, maybe 20 minutes, depending on the show. Uh, some obviously move faster than others. So you got that, that ebb and flow of energy where, like, you're, you're, you're on. So do, on. You, do you try to stay in character, even when it's off, like I know, is it Jim Carrey's famous for staying in character? Staying in character. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, I, I try. I try my best, uh, and and I think really it's dependent on the material. Hmm. Uh, some material will allow you to kind of, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, relax when when uh, when when the director yells cut, and then there's some material that doesn't really allow you, or I wouldn't feel comfortable coming out of it. Um, when the director yells cut, you know, it would be more beneficial for me to stay in character, go find a little corner somewhere and, and, and keep to myself until it's time to get back um, on camera. Nice. So, yeah. How long has it been since you've done theater? Oh, wow. Um, and <laughs> too you, long. Yeah? Too long. Do you, do you ever find an, uh, a yearning to, to go back to that for, like, I don't know if, if it's sort of a uh, – you know, thing that drives you or thing, you know, just for prep. Like, I'm really curious about that. Yeah, of course. You know, there are times when I think about it yeah. a lot where I, I want to go and do it. Um, but it just, it because of the time commitment, mm. you know, um, sometimes it could be difficult to, to do that. And then if a TV project comes up, it's like, well, well I can't do that because I've dedicated three, four months to this, this theater uh, part. Um, so it, sometimes it, it's that kind of battle mm-hmm. um, between between the two but yeah I, th- I think about it yeah. I think about it all the time because it's that it's a different energy for sure so off the top I, I alluded to you've done about 40 ish give or take yeah projects maybe yeah. more yeah. Um, that's not on IMBD yeah that's, yeah. that's <laughs> my research but one of them one, one title caught my attention Uh-oh. so I'm really curious about I think it. I know which one which it's gonna one be is it? um something uh, urinal cakes that's right yeah <laughs> bubblegum scented urinal cakes <laughs> Uh, can I plead the fifth on no uh, on that one? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, that was <laughs> that was that was um, th- that was uh, just a, a project for a friend. Really, it was, it was what <laughs> sure, it was. Sure, you're blaming your friend. Um, now. <laughs> right under the bus. There you no, go. No, no. You know what? Some a, a friend of mine they were putting something together, um, and they was like, "Hey, would you would you mind coming out and and, and helping out with this?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." You know, I, I'm I'm always a fan of the creative process. Uh, and if I can help somebody, you know, bring yeah, something yeah. to life, I'll, I'll always do that. Um, 
you know the the title was was questionable even at the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was all good. It was for a friend, so you know we can't. Complain. So is there a, a, any part in that project where a character needs to taste <laughs> to confirm <laughs> that the urinal cake is? No, bubble no. Gum scented, not bubble, bubble flavor. Flavor, bubble but I'm scented. Curious. Yeah. Um, All right. no, I'm gonna say no. Okay. <laughs> no. That's a good one. That's a good one. Can we find this on? Um, honestly, I'm gonna YouTube be honest with you. I haven't seen it. Okay. I haven't seen it, so it would be news for me too. If you were, if you're able to find, it, find it, it, it'll be a gem. Someone out there can find it. Yeah. So listen, you, you started the industry, quote unquote, late. Yeah. Right. Um. Were there any though? Actors, actresses, movies, TV shows that um, inspired you that you look to, you know, so as you did get started, you go, you know what, I want to be like this, I want to be like that, or I want to make TV shows or movies like that. I'm really curious about that side of things. Wow, that's, uh, how much time do we have? A lot, as much time <laughs> as you want. I mean, there there are a lot of people that I look at and I, and I really... Um, enjoy their work and their commitment to the work um one person that comes to mind right now is uh chuitel ejiofor okay not sure if you know him but he's uh he was the lead in 12 years a slave um you know secret in their eyes um he's now in maleficent the second maleficent with um uh, what's her name angelina jolie um but yeah he's he's an actor that i often look at and i say man i can see myself in in the lane that he's in um, like he's not um I mean and this is no disrespect like he's not like a you know an, an AA lister sure. so to speak or a household name I should say yeah, yeah. um but when you look at his resume it's like wow he's he's been in the game and he puts in the work like he's a he's mm. a great actor um there's a film that I recently saw of him um called Z for Zachariah uh and for okay. me man it was just a lesson in like just like subtleties and like you know, it was a beautiful film. So yeah, he's he's one person. I mean, there's obviously the the Denzels, the the Jake Gyllenhaals. Uh, yes. Um, uh, who who else? Who else? Um, you know, the the Merrills. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the Viola Davises. There's all those all those folks there that I that I really enjoy. Um, now in terms of like shows. Um, or movies. Or movies. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean something like. Something like just recent, like a Breaking Bad, I w- I w- okay. that type of you know world where it's just like you really get invested in the characters. Um, obviously, would love to do something like that. Um, and then just in terms of like um, people that I would like to portray, mm. if we can go in that direction. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Arthur Ashe, tennis player. Tennis player Arthur Ashe um, is someone that I've kind of had my eye on for. Um, only a couple years now. Um, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I've only, I, he's only become a, um, a part of my awareness for the past couple of years. And but I think if you're not a tennis player, maybe you, you maybe don't know. Yeah. Right, you don't yeah. know him. And he, and he passed away back in the back in the '90s, right? Mm-hmm. So he's not necessarily, I guess, not necessarily top of mind outside of the tennis world. Um, but when I came across him and his story, I was just like, man, like that's the kind of you know the work that I would love to dive into and really get lost in, and, and hopefully portray that type of story and, and message to the to the masses. So listen, I, I know nothing outside of you if of he was a tennis player and sort of broke these racial boundaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a few things about him that you would want people to know. What are they about him? Um, well, he he was a very um, he was a very like I would say like a courage under fire type person. Mm. Um, that whole whole saying of like turn the other cheek, um, you know, growing up in the, in the period that he grew up in, obviously t- tennis was was dominated by, um, or I'll say Anglo Saxons, <laughs> uh, and so you know he, he faced a lot of that. But uh, through his mentors and, and and the people that he grew up with, um, kind of faced that with 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 courage and poise and 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 always a gentleman. Um, but there's you know there's little instances where like even though he looks like he might be like straight. And narrow, you know he, you know he had a he had a motorcycle at one point that really threw people off. Like this guy that's so clean and nice and proper, you know, had a motorcycle and you know he, he drove a, a I think it was a '67 Mustang that he had bought when he was going to UCLA. Yeah. Um, and even that too kind of threw people off. Like wow, this back guy. Back in the day, back in the day, to this conservative. Yeah, to this conservative yeah. guy. 
Um, and, and so, like, thir- there's, there's a lot about his personality that I, I kind of connect with, you know what I mean? I, 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 I think I'm a low-key person, you know, and, and I, I kind of attach to him in, in that way. Um, and, and just in terms of, uh, you know, his family life, you know, his, his, his mother passed away um, when, he was, when he was younger, um, growing up in, in Richmond, Virginia. And um, you, you see a lot of that um, kind of, not regret, but like he, he mentions his mom a lot when, when he's talking about, mm. you know, his, his past life and stuff. So I would be interested to see, um, you know, behind closed doors, even though he's so in control, like how does he really feel? Like what doesn't he show to the public, uh, especially when he was diagnosed with, with AIDS uh, later, later on right. in life? Yeah. Um, he handled that very well, and he almost kept it, he was almost very successful in keeping it out of the public eye hmm. until I can't remember. I think it was some somebody was found out and he got ahead of it and said, "Hey, I'm gonna just gonna s- tell the world and yeah. you know no one can't use it against me." But I always said to myself, I would be interested to see, you know, how he really felt behind closed doors, even though he presented it very well. That struggle, maybe. But that's yeah, yeah, I would love to see that and 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 wha- what 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 that might have looked like, you know, between him and his wife. And you read a biography father. on him, right? Yeah, yeah. So I do they talk about that? Does I mean, a, a little bit, yeah. a little bit. I mean, again, nobody knows what happens behind closed doors, right? But yeah. they, they allude to the fact that, you know, you know, b- between him and his wife, there might have been a little bit of a difficult time mm. around men, but nobody knows for sure. Sure. Um, so, like I said, those are the type of things I would love to, you know, kind of get behind the veil, so to speak, and, and explore and, and be able to share with folks. You talk about, um, actually, I don't know if you, no, you talked about the importance of representation. Yeah. In entertainment, yeah. and, and uh, that things are sort of moving the right direction. Yes. Uh, but there's always room p- for improvement. Of course. But then you also, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I've read where you don't necessarily want to have a soapbox. You want sort of your work to sort of speak who you are. I'm wondering if you could, is that correct? Is that? I'd, I'd say so. Yeah? Yeah. Can you explain that a bit to me? Um, it, it really goes back to the saying of like, you know, work hard and let your success speak for you. Hmm. Um, that's kind of been a, a mantra that I've kind of um, worked with for a while where, you know, I, I would love for people to just look at the work and let that speak to their life and their situation um, because I find that, you know, it, it, it can be a, a little bit distracting um, when you know about the individual portraying the character, if that makes sense. Um, and I'll, I'll use Daniel Day-Lewis as an example. Yeah. Um, this guy shows up every few years <laughs> and then it's like, true, doesn't he? right yeah. and then dominates you know put, just puts a piece of work on the table and is like here you go and you're like oh my goodness and then he, he you it's know so usually true. takes the oscar and then so disappears true. and you're like holy smokes and so i my theory in that is that it's, it's, it's like the less you know about the individual i think the more you're able to hmm. uh invest in the character or the story that they're portraying on the screen because you have nothing to compare it to. So it's like if, if you know a lot about a person, they have to work harder to convince you otherwise. Uh, you can't suspend disbelief there, right? You can't suspend disbelief, there, right? disbelief yeah, because yeah. it's like, oh, no, I saw in on TMZ you were buying a hot dog last week. So how could you – you know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm yeah. just saying as, as humans, w- without even realizing it, mm. a lot of that information is already in our subconscious. And I think we bring that when we're viewing whatever material it is that we're viewing. Yeah. Um, it's the same way that we, you know, people have this this love-hate relationship with Kanye West where he, yeah. he <laughs> makes, you know, great music um, and, 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 and great projects, but it's hard to disconnect him from, you know, his political his views persona, and, and his yeah. persona. Um, that's why a lot of people, you, know, you hear them say, oh, I want the old Kanye back. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's just strictly about the hip-hop and, and, and the message and the music. Um, without a lot of the the other issues, the craziness, that, the craziness and, like. and whatever. So does he still make good music? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I definitely think so. I think, and and by good music, I mean he's he's consistently pushing the envelope, and I think that's the most important thing in artistry, is is to is to be consistently pushing, um, the the narrative, pushing the the, the creative uh, outlets that we use. Um, to tell to tell stories because I think even in music, music is a form of telling stories, you know. So I think when when we're always doing that, um, you know, it's it's a good thing, and I think he's he's a he's a champion of that. It's interesting because here's what I've noticed: fans of Kanye, 
will always be, it sounds like like fans of his music because yeah. will always be fans of his music and art and will always have yeah I love I love this it's not like yeah I'm a fan of this music it's like yeah I really really appreciate what he's doing here and my niece is the same way you know 19 years old and she's listening she you know the first time she listened to um, I don't know if she calls them albums anymore but you know the last time she, the first time she listened to the albums like she's like mm-hmm. and then I heard her like continually listen to it <laughs> and I go look seriously this doesn't sound like anything yeah of, of what he used to do yeah. but it but then it's it people don't do the same thing with other artists mm. you know when other artists come out with a different sound yeah or, you know rocker goes to country or country goes to rock yeah. or, or you know neil young puts out you know years ago puts out this electronic uh, okay. uh album and people just shat on him yeah and it's like and, and it's interesting because I'm a huge Neil Young fan, and you know, not that I was alive back when he did that stuff. Yeah. But I look back on it, I understood why he did it, and I go, I think that's the same thing that Kanye fans mm. are, are sort of doing with all of his new, new type of music. Yeah. You know, a new uh, style that he puts out there, that I, they'll always be fans. I I, I I think you're right on that. I think people will will always be fans love because he's he's such a, you know, pe- yeah, people are gonna love him and or hate him. I think from now until whenever, because yeah. he's just that type of person. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you can deny his talent for music, mm. and I think that's that's just that innate part of us where it's like, well, man, he is talented. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I just interesting what you what you mentioned about not allowing people to to change, and I think that's that's weird that we've come to this place where like the people who we I guess who we idolize or we look to for inspiration, it's like they have to stay a certain way. Um, or, or else they're no longer inspirational to us. I think that's we that's want the old kind. We want the yeah, we, we want, want old yeah, we want know, the old stuff. We want, we want the old U two. Yeah, it is, it's like right? it's like well, no, that, that shouldn't be. Like people, people yeah. change. Like it's natural. You know what I yeah. mean? And I think more than anything, if you're if you're not changing, if you're not growing and evolving, then you're really in trouble. Um, even just as humans, if we're not evolving and changing, then you know we're we're gone. You know, so I think we need to allow people to grow and 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 make mistakes as long as they don't hurt anybody. Um, and if they if they come and they ask for forgiveness and you know let's try and move on and, and and give them another chance you know yeah yeah you sound like someone who wouldn't ever tell someone else hey I've made it um, <laughs> maybe you are maybe you are but the question I want to ask is was there a project a film a TV show that you did that you found yourself pinching yourself and said I can't believe I'm here just a few years ago. Mm. I was thinking about going to work for XYZ company, <laughs> coding an yeah, app yeah. that you know would automatically feed your dog. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me write that down. <laughs> let me see. Might be some money in that. Uh, um, first of all, I'm 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 grateful every time I get a call to say, hey, we we want you on set. You yeah. know, because it's an invitation. It's to say, hey, we want to create with you, and that's always exciting. Um, now. In, in terms of that whole made it thing, eh, I don't know. I don't think I. I don't think I have, and and that's not really my my goal. Yeah. Truthfully, um, but I'm glad you said a moment where I where I had to pinch myself because yeah. that's more in line with with um, my thought process, and that would be um would be Star Trek. Okay. For sure. Um, and it wasn't a huge huge role. No, it it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't at all, and 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 I'm I'm grateful for that that the small part I was able to play. Um, but yeah, Star Trek was one of those things where, you know, I, let, let me back up a little yeah, bit, yeah, if yeah. I will, just to give you the whole story. Um, I was shooting another series, and I get the my agent sends sends over the the thing and says, hey, you know, they want you to put you on tape for this thing. So I, I uh, you know, I'm in a hotel. <laughs> I put this thing on tape using like the stuff in the hotel as props or whatever. Shoot the thing, send it off. Uh, forget about it because um, obviously I'm shooting this thing. Time goes by. I think this was like late October, right? Yeah. A few months go by, and I think it's like mid January, and then you know, hello, hey, what's going on? So they uh they want you to, and the funny thing is, she, she kind of messed up, and she was like, oh, they want you to sh- uh, shoot on uh, Star Wars. I'm like, Star Wars? What? <laughs> I didn't even audition for this thing. This is crazy. This is, oh no, sorry, sorry, I meant Star Trek. Okay, great, that's still fantastic. Oh my god. So. Um, so that was one thing, <laughs> and so because I had completely forgot about it, so it was a nice little little surprise. And so, 
kind of going into that, as soon as I got that call, they started talking about, you know, the character that you wanted to play, you know, and then they wanted me to shave my head and, and do all this kind of fun stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down for whatever. So obviously got into, you know, wardrobe and getting set for my, my, uh, my jumpsuit, you know. Um, and then when you got on set, man, it was just like, wow. Because no expense was spared in creating these ships and these worlds and these costumes. Like, you know, I got to see some of these, these Klingon masks and how they made them and just the detail. And it's like when, when there's so much detail, it, it makes it that much easier as an actor to get lost in the world because they've essentially created it for you. Yeah. You know, and so there were often times where I found myself looking at some of the other actors, you know, like Michelle Yeoh is on, is uh, played on, on, on Star Trek and um, Sonequa, uh, uh, Martin Green on that show as well, and a few other um, big names. Um, and so oftentimes, you know, I'll, I'll be in the scene and forgetting that I'm supposed to actually be acting, and I'm just watching these people, just like, wow, this is, this is really great. Romaine, it's you. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> and, and Starboard, you know, just like... <laughs> Get focused again. So yeah, that's definitely one of those moments where you know you had to pinch yourself because you're 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 in, you're in the company of legends, um, and and people who have had a long-standing uh, career. So yeah, that that was definitely uh, a pinch me, pinch myself moment. Nice. Yeah. Um, did you play Klingon? No, 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 no. I I um my character was uh, Lieutenant Troy Yanuzi. I was a communications officer. Okay. Um and uh, yeah, I was on my our ship was um. Yeah, our, our ship. Well, the way the series worked was they started on our ship, and then that ship got destroyed, and then they they went on to the to the other one. Wow. So, so, is there hope for you to come back, or did you get destroyed? I'm, I'm in space somewhere <laughs> floating around. Um, but that's the good thing with sci-fi, right? Because you exactly. you can always come yeah. back, right? They can do a flashback, they can do a time warp, they can. Because I did come back in in future episodes, okay. in a in a different. Um, in a different realm, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Um, and who knows? Maybe that I might come back there in that realm. You never know. Tell me, but you you talked a bit about sort of the production in, in, in Star Trek. Yeah. Um, and no expense was spared. Um, and naturally, I'm curious about the difference between Canadian production mm. and American production. So if we if we take the money out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's is is entertainment entertainment or are there differences besides you know because there's 10 times as many people <laughs> and 100 times as much money down there yeah. that they can afford to you know have steak and craft services <laughs> <laughs> who are you even talking to <laughs> <laughs> um a uh, great question um I, I from from my perspective um you know work is work you know, um, you, you get a script and, you know, that my job is to try and portray this character um, as as best as I possibly can. Um, as far as I'm concerned, everything else is just gravy. Um, because when I'm when I'm on set, some of the things I look for in terms of um, just the working environment, um, that's really important to me in terms of the people that I work with, how I work with them and, and how we're collaborating. Um, and I don't think any amount of money can can fake that you know what i mean and so um as long as that's there i don't think there really is much of a difference in an american versus canadian um yeah. canadian productions i'm just i'm looking for the love you know people yeah. t- people to lean on people that i can laugh with in between takes and 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 i think that's where um the better work comes from when it comes from a place of of comfort yeah. um and mutual respect um i think that's what what um what it is and, and until i see that difference then you know from as far as i'm concerned then they're they're all the same and thankfully i haven't experienced you know um anything different is there is there a a, a pull to go down to la um by pull like from within like personally yeah, or like them like calling me you personally um yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- I i think so um I <laughs> you know i um I have this this theory um, that you know at, at a certain point it's it's like salmon salmon swim upstream mm. right um, and and so sometimes you gotta and, and, and you got these bears that are there grabbing grabbing all the salmon right and so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get in a position where um, 
I'm 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 getting the big salmon. I want to be one of those mm. bears grabbing grabbing the big salmon. So yeah. if it means positioning myself further upstream, yeah. you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Then that might be what I have to do. Um, and and that's all it is. It's just you know wanting you know they say the the, the more you get, the more you want. You know, and and, sure. and I feel like you know I'm, I'm, I want to dive into some of that you know big golden salmon. You know, um, as I move further in my career. Um, and if it means, you know, going down there, you know, or upstream, then that's what it has to be. Nice. In between all these projects, how are you, are you taking coach? are you being coached, are you taking lessons? Like, how do you, <coughs> you know, you got started late. Yeah. How did you catch up? How do you continually sharpen yourself? Um, wow, that's, um, just quick side note, I'm really enjoying this conversation. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, no I really am. Um. In terms of like that that uh, studying piece, um, early on I really um, dove into a lot of classes and and coaches and and really tried to find my footing that way. But I'm also a very um, just you know dive in and take a picture of the splash type person, mm. if that if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to you know planning how I'm going to jump in, what my form is going to be. And, you know, I think there's a lot of lessons in failure. Um, and mm. I think a lot of what I've learned have come from failure uh, in the sense of like, you know, doing a part, taking a role, how I execute it, um, getting notes from the director and or other actors and being like, oh, okay, I never thought of it that way. Um, so a lot of my learning has been, I would say, experiential. Um, but at the beginning, there was a lot of that um, kind of coaching, taking classes and, and, and kind of getting my head wrapped around certain concepts and ideas around acting. Um, but I definitely think art is one of those things that you just have to do. Um, I don't huh. there's only so much that you can read and, and understand. But then at a certain point, you just have to jump in. Yeah. And, and just start to swim. And it's either sink or swim. You know what I mean? As you're talking, I'm thinking there's this Netflix show. Season two just came out. The Kaminsky Method. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, really? Oh, ah. Dude, you gotta, so you gotta watch I know, this. I know. Sorry, Have I'm sorry. Have you heard about it's it? Yes, so okay. don't, don't, oh. don't say anything. Or try your best not to say anything. <laughs> so I it's ruin the question. Two best friends. <laughs> yeah. One is a acting coach, and one is his agent. Mm. And they're, there's a lot of these type of shows coming out. There was, Fra what is it, Frankie and, Grace and Frankie, Frankie and Grace? Frankie and Grace, right? Yeah, I think so. That, that was out on Netflix. I think they're filming their last season or yeah. the last season came out so it's a very similar story in terms of these are two people at sort of their their twilight of their life twilight okay. of their career yeah. um but it's interesting you know because um the, the 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 actor that plays the coach you know talks about you know just gotta, sometimes you gotta jump in or you know gives all these lessons and then someone else comes in going like what are you talking about just <laughs> do it <laughs> You know? No, I, I, so I, I was curious. Oh, damn. So you're going to watch this. We come back and we do this again. All right. All right I'll be right back. Uh, let's take a break. <laughs> Talk to our sponsors. Um, no, I mean, yeah, I'm, I've always been a believer in just do it. Yeah. Just just do it. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's not, as long as it's not going to hurt you or hurt anybody else around you, but just do it. And I think, like I said, there's a lot of lessons in failure. Yeah. And I think a lot of what I've what I've been able to learn or, or kind of um, co collect as my own theory on, on acting uh, has come from just being on set going to auditions, uh, being around other actors, uh, watching movies, you know, that's that's where a lot of my kind of uh, learning has come from. I remember like one of one of the, 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 the most um, resonating pieces of, of, of um, acting advice I've gotten has come from in an audition um. where I was I did I did a take yeah. and then the person that was facilitating the, the casting session was just like they literally said to me, um, don't act so much. And for whatever reason, in that particular moment, yeah, I got it, and that's something that has sat with me for up until this point. And, and I don't know why it, it resonated. I don't mm -hmm. know. It might have been the material, but it was something. But for some reason, it just connected immediately. I didn't get the part, but okay. that that <laughs> that experience or that that note was just like okay. It was just simple. What does that mean? Don't it was act to the so point. Much. Um, I, I think what it is is just don't push it. Don't force it. You know, um, a lot of times, and, and I know it just, it sounds cliche. I know it sounds, you know, um, you know, hard to, comp maybe hard to comprehend, but it, it's just one of those things where it's just like, you can't, you cannot force it. 
And I think a lot of times we as actors are chasing this magic um, or this luck of like, you know, of a butterfly landing on your shoulder is, is really what we're chasing, that type of moment of like, oh my God, okay, there it is, mm. there it is. You know, you can't, you can't move too much. It's going to fly away. Yeah. Just try and enjoy this moment right here. Yep, there it is. <laughs> and there it goes. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things. Or at least that's how I feel. Yeah. That I'm always kind of, I'm trying, I want that, that moment, whatever that moment is. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, you don't know it um, until it comes. That's why you just have to do it. Just do it. You know, and I yeah. think it ties into what I was saying um, before about being in an environment that allows for that, you know, where you're f- you, f- you feel supported, you feel like, okay, I can lean on all of these individuals here, uh, and if I decide to go in a particular direction, I have that support. Um, and so I think that's where that, that kind of thing comes from, of like not acting so much, but just allowing the material to kind of resonate in your body a little bit um, and see what energy that, that comes out via the text or the words or the dialogue. Yeah, I was going to talk about another show next. <laughs> Did I go too far with no, that existential? That was, no, it was great. <laughs> it remi- so it reminded me of, did you ever watch that, I don't know if it was like an online series or something, or it was on PBS, uh, The Actor Studio. Oh, yeah, 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 that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. I don't, does it come on anymore? I well, love they have they, they had the original, yeah. which was, um, forgive me, I can't remember the gentleman's name right now, Yeah. Um, but the glasses, the beard. That's right. But yeah, that was that was one. But now I think they're bringing it back. Uh, strangely enough, um, there's an yeah, I think they have multiple hosts. Okay. But it's on um, Ovation TV, mm-hmm. and the only reason why I know that is because they picked up Frankie Drake Mercury's yeah. uh, shameless plug, and uh, <laughs> and so when I was kind of looking at some of their material, I'm like, oh, they have they have this show now because if you jump on YouTube, it's just oh. a lot of the older stuff, and which I is still good. Some those. gems yeah. there, uh, yeah. especially that Dave Chappelle one. I don't know if you saw that I know, one. I that did. was oh, that was a good one. You gotta watch that one. It was it was after that whole Africa thing and you know whatever. No, I don't know this one. No, no. So I think um, so he with Dave Chappelle like going to Africa. No, are you even so, serious? So here's the thing. So I got into Dave Chappelle after he quit the Chappelle show. After he quit everything, and then he came back, and I said, okay, let me. Everyone was like, oh, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Did you ever watch the show? And you would hear about it. What was his his partner's name? Who's who's into comedy as well? They had a breakup or whatever. And oh, and and, and so it's so, okay. I, I watched his Netflix special. And I'll be honest with you. I watch and I go, hey, he's talking about him leaving entertainment and stuff like that. And I didn't find him funny. Oh, yeah, I know it's weird, isn't it? Because everyone says he's the funniest <laughs> guy ever. This is wow. This so conversation just got very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. So wow, this okay. So. <laughs> so tell me about Dave Chappelle, like, and and then I, I mean, heard one of his latest specials was very controversial, yeah, and I very. go, yeah, and I didn't find him funny anyway. So, <laughs> I- <laughs> so um, okay, so first of all, I'm no author on uh, or official, you know, speaker on Dave Chappelle. No, but um, yeah, you will be after this. No, we'll be after this. <laughs> after this will be <laughs> Remain wait, quote it. <laughs> um, don't get me in trouble here. He probably has like very powerful lawyers. Um, but yeah, so he, you know, obviously he. He was a stand-up comic, yeah. you know, from like Def Jam comedy days, coming up with like Martin Lawrence, Bernie Mac, that whole generation, Chris Chris Tucker, yeah. like that's his generation coming up through there, um, doing movies like Half Baked, Blue Streak, um, so a very prominent name in, in comedy and, and film, um, and so I think it was the early to mid two thousands. He's got the Chappelle Show, which is I, I would say. Um, the first, not the first, but it was it was a sketch comedy show, yeah, yeah. Um, similar to like what Key and Peele yeah, would yeah. do, um, but he was oh, the those first. Guys are funny. Yeah, <laughs> but he <laughs> don't let him hear you say that. Um, but he he uh, that was that was his version of, of that show. So and, and his stuff was just very kind of just groundbreaking and and, and um, you know it's it's he is one of those people like either you love him or hate him. He's another one of those polarizing figures like Kanye West. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that all happened. So. I mean, the the details on on why he left, I think, are still a little bit fuzzy. But essentially, he wasn't happy. Um, they offered him fifty million dollars to do another season of the show, and I guess for whatever reason, he wasn't happy about it, and he left. He yeah. just up and left. People couldn't find him. Whatever, whatever. It turns out he went to Africa. Oh 
Um, and then we came back, did a couple interviews, went on Oprah. He d- tried to explain himself and whatnot. Um, you'll have to watch the YouTube okay. videos to get the full thing, but that's All the right. gist of it. And All so right. since then, you know, he's kind of all been on this like comeback, I guess. And yeah. then so the whole the running, I guess the running joke is like he lost fifty million, but he came back and got sixty million from Netflix from, from for three for three uh, yeah. comedy specials. So I guess it all worked out for him. <laughs> Long story short. Yeah, yeah. What are you watching? What do you watch these days? Do you watch anything? Are you too busy? Um. No, I'm I'm always. Are you a video gamer? What do you do? Oh, don't get me started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, um, I, you know, I I try and do anything that's um, well, not anything, but I uh, a lot of what I try and do is just to to get out of my head. You know, um, you know, I I like to just get lost in in things and explore exploring different activities. So, um, to answer your question, first was if I'm watching anything. Yeah. Um, so I'm not watching the last series that actually I just finished kind of watching was the OA. I don't know if you you know that one. It yeah. j- literally just got canceled by Netflix. I don't know why because How now many I'm seasons of second season. Okay. So they did one again. Very, it's a very you got to stay with it. Like, it's is that where there's that house that they all go to season one? And yes, yes. You got to stay with so it. So I okay, I, I stay with it till till when? Because season one ended, and I go. I this is what I felt. I felt. <laughs> where's wh- what is that saying? Where's the pay? Where's where's I where's the pay like the payoff like what like yes yeah okay I said where's the payoff I thought this was I go f- <laughs> I st- I stayed with it for the payoff and there was no payoff at the end of season See, one it depends on what you what you bring to it I think that like with any art you know you know we can only give you so much and then what you get from it okay. is what you bring to the table I yeah. think you know um, your own life experiences, your personality, you're going to take something different from it versus your neighbor versus somebody else. And I think that was the instance with this show yeah. is um, it, it wasn't for everybody, truthfully. I, yeah. I can see why. Um, but there was so, it was so huge. Yeah, like, but, everyone it, was talking but about I think it. that's what kept me engaged. Like, I find it hard now. I, I don't want to sound like pretentious or anything, but I find it hard now to not watch a show and be like, oh, okay, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. But, like, I... It, it, it's it's uh, it's hard for me to find something that I can really get lost in and not have any idea where it's going and still be engaged. That was me in Sense Eight. Did you ever see? Oh, uh, so okay, that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. I got lost in that. Yeah, that's a good. I one was too. upset like everyone else when it got canceled. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got excited when they, they <laughs> was it a movie that came back like yeah. the last Christmas episode or whatever that was. So that exactly that. So yeah. you know, it that's what I'm 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 in search of in terms of when I'm looking for something to watch. Um, and that's why I also like, you know, video games because it's it's an experiential mm. uh thing. So I love games like, you know, Last of Us or uh Uncharted. Uh there's a new one that just came out called uh Death Stranding or De- yeah, Death Stranding. Um so these like first person kind of exploration type uh video games, I really like that type of stuff. Mm. So yeah, I wanted to ask you. We were talking about Breaking Bad a while ago. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed El Camino. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so please don't. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for joining us. <laughs> we need to prep better. We need to. Yeah, yeah. What are you watching? What are you not watching? Um, what do you? What do you? You've got this huge, like a lot of projects that have sort of come to fruition this year. Okay. Um. So, like, what's currently on that people can find you? Um, <clears throat> so right now, uh, well, I, th- I think my episodes have passed, but you can you can always jump online to cbc.ca/gem uh, yeah. or yeah. just search CBC Gem. Yeah. Internet is a wonderful thing, uh, and uh, Frankie Drake Mysteries, Frankie Drake Mysteries. Uh, okay. is online. Uh, also, while you're there, you can watch Little Dogs because that's CBC as well. Um, I did all of s- uh, their second season. Tell me about Little Dogs. What's that show about? Um, so Little Dogs is a is a is a really great story, actually. Um, it's about redemption. It's this boxer, um, who um, you know, s- on going through rough times, w- w- you know, himself personally and and with his family, and, and kind of boxing is 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 his thing, you know, and he's trying to make a comeback, and so we kind of follow this character as he deals with a lot of the trials and tribulations of of that world, uh, and then in the second season, um, my character comes in. Uh, character by the name of Kevin Smallwood uh, and he is very new to the boxing world ha- really has no idea <laughs> but he wants to be a boxing promoter uh, okay. so he <laughs> so he gets involved and you know you know and then hilarity ensues 
but uh, you know, Mary Walsh is on the on the show. Um, oh, she's funny. Yeah, great, great. I had the great privilege of, of working with her. And again, back to what we talked about in terms of like experiential learning. Mm. Um, it was great having scenes with her and watching her work and do her thing. Mm. Um, it kind of forced you to elevate. Yeah. Uh, in, in most instances. Um, so it's comedic show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely has its its more tender moments for sure. Okay. But I, I would say definitely overall, it's a it's a it's more of a comedy. Yeah. For sure. What do you like doing better? Like, is do you have a, do you have a preference yet, or, or like all work is great work? <laughs> all I would say first of all, all work is okay. great work. <laughs> um, you know, as long as I'm not doing anything questionable. Sure. Yeah, that my mom won't be like, "What are you doing?" Uh, have you done anything like that? No, I don't think so. But then again, my mom is sensitive to that stuff. She'd be like, "Why are you swearing?" <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't take much, so yeah. maybe that's not a good example. But um, in terms of preference, um, I've I've always, for whatever reason, gravitated to um, to drama, okay. to dramatic roles and, and 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 projects. But I'm not opposed to good material and good work. And again, you know, just the people. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about the people because again, you know, you're 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 potentially spending 14 plus hours with these people. Um, so it's always nice when the people that you work with are, are, are great. So that's that's a, a key thing for me as well. And what can what can people look forward to like in 2020? Um, so in 2020, uh, I'm going to be doing this film with uh, Denzel Washington uh, in my mind. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, sometimes you got to speak things sometimes into... you got to dream it. You got to dream it, right? You got to yeah, speak yeah. things into existence. But um, all jokes aside, um, <laughs> I'll be in... Uh, there's this film coming out called... Uh, the Clark Sisters. It's yeah. a prominent gospel group, um, and that's going to be on Lifetime. Uh, and so then, this is a true story. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Prominent, go- very prominent gospel group. Um, you know, they've worked with like Missy Elliott, Snoop Dogg, um, and then if you, if you listen to the Jay Z song "Family Feud," um, that their song was sampled in, on on his track. Oh wow! Um, so just to g- kind of give you an idea of how integrated they are in terms in, in the music industry. And so, yeah, the story follows those sisters. Uh, I play one of the husbands of the sisters. Okay. Um, and, the, and the story kind of just takes you through their journey uh, in the music industry. And then uh, in early Jul- January, um, another Crossword Mysteries is going to be coming out okay. as well. Yeah. And you've got some projects. Do you have, like, any, like, your own stuff? I know you've done a, c- a few things that you've written, directed. Do you have anything coming up? Um, yeah, so I'm I'm still waiting on on notifications and decisions um, in okay. terms of um, some of the film festivals that I've submitted to. I uh, I wrote and directed a film, a short film called uh, Thirty Six Hammond Drive. Okay. Um, What's that about? And it, it's it's basically about this um, this this character who gets involved with some some shady business, and so he's faced with the decision um, to either expose his his true intentions or uh, save the woman that he loves. I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. Um, but it's uh, it was it was it was good fun. Truthfully, I didn't have any intention of making it. Um, but I shared the script with a friend, okay. and he was like, "Oh man, this is great! I want to play this character." And I was like, "Okay." And so you know, we got together, produced it, and uh, you know, a couple months later, we were on set shooting it. And um, nice. yeah, I'm pretty pretty happy with the way it turned out, and hopefully, we'll get into a, a few festivals. Um, I think actually one did respond, and we got we got an award of distinction, okay, for for that that short film. But I'm still waiting on a few more. I need to rewrite my bio. You're an award winning. Ah, I mean, come on, <laughs> 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 come on. So yeah, no, I mean that that was a a really fun project. I also did a feature film, um, where I um I produced it and starred in it. Yeah. Um, and that was an adventure, um, because we you know we did it on minimal budget. Um, and, and again, back to experiential learning, mm-hmm. um, that was a great experience for me, just not only just acting, but also, you know, wearing multiple hats, getting a project done. Um, it not only helped me, you know, to understand all the particular roles involved. I mean, not that I didn't know before, but just when you're wearing the hats, you really get an appreciation for everybody involved in the filmmaking process. And so when you start, s- when you understand the language that they speak, um, th- then when I put the hat back on as an actor, uh, it's a little bit easier to kind of communicate with these mm. individuals and be able to give them what they want in yeah. an in, in on-set scenario. Interesting. Yeah. What is it that actors have with wanting to open up a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't know. But my thing is, I've, I've just always enjoyed 
cooking and good food. I don't know what it is. I think I think there's something about sitting down with somebody over a meal, uh, especially a good meal, um, and just having a chat and, and enjoying yourself, letting loose, so to speak. Um, and then my my thing for a restaurant, it, it's recent. It, it's not something I've always wanted to do, um, but I just seem to be gravitating more and more to it uh, in terms of coming up with different ideas and names for restaurants and concepts and stuff like that, uh, what I would serve and what the restaurant would look like. Again, as I said before, I'm into like, you know, graphics and design and stuff. So, I mean, sometimes I find myself, you know, putting together like interior colors and, you know, matching tile with whatever. So mm. it, it might just be a process that I'm going through. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would love to open a restaurant. Will I? I'm, I'm not sure if the stars will align that way. But, yeah, it's, it's been an idea that I've, I've kind of been toying with for sure. Okay. I just thought maybe there's an actor that actually made money once. Because uh. <laughs> every time you hear, it's like five years later, it's closed. Yeah. It's I mean, it depends. I mean, you look at you look at the 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 Wahlbergs. They got that that burger joint that's doing well. Um, you got um, who else has has a couple of restaurants? I think Justin Timberlake has has one that's in New York, I believe. Yeah. That's doing well. Jay Z has the Forty Forty Club. Uh, well, that's more of a bar yeah. restaurant type thing. So I guess I don't know if it's more of an investment type thing, you know, to diversify their portfolio, so yeah. to speak. Or if it's a genuine, you know, love uh, of the love of craft of, of the craft of food, I guess. So that that Cuisine. would that would have been something that oh wow I didn't know that about uh, romaine, but um, this this thing that I that I found out about you before we started recording. Oh no! Like it's nowhere, Amira. This is this is oh nowhere. No. Nobody knows about this. I don't know if you know about this, but romaine, you you have a love of thrift shopping. Oh. <laughs> Did you know about this? You didn't know. So this is. <laughs> oh goodness, goodness! The suspense. <laughs> what does he know? Who is he talking to? <laughs> um. Yeah. No. I mean, it's it's one of those things that, like, I, I mean, yeah, I love it. I love it when I'm doing it. You yeah. know what I mean? It just kind of happens naturally. Like, I might be driving and be like, "Oh, there's a Value Village. I got time. Yeah. I'll swing by." Um. Strangely enough, you know, the, the the Value Village is 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 a good representation of what the area that is so true is like. If that ma- if that yes, makes sense, yes, like yes, you'll yes. go to certain value villages and you're like, yo, I cannot believe this is here. This is basically brand new. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll go to some value villages and you'll find some gems. Like, wow, this is really old, but it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and so kind of again, I like I like and I'm I'm tying it all in here. I like doing things that kind of just put your mind in different places, mm. you know. Um, and I find you know that kind of exploration, albeit very contained. Um, kind of puts your mind in different places because you never know what you're going to find, you know, especially in like the book section, the DVD section, um, you know, not so much the clothes. I don't really delve into the clothes too Although much. Although you're wearing a nice upper deck hat. <laughs> yes. Uh, that, yes. I'll, I'll, I, I do occasionally get into the hats. Yeah. Um, if, if I find a gem, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely grab it. But yeah, it's, it's always fun, man. Like, um, you know, that's how most of my, my movie collection was, was built is, mm. is through thrift shopping. Because um, you'll find a lot of the older stuff there, um, still in some in really good condition, so to speak. Because I mean, obviously, you know, with HMV gone, um, and a lot of you know stores moving to online, you know, you little you uh, lose a lot of like hard copy stuff. Um, so you know, Value Village and like Talese and you know Salvation Army are great places to go and kind of find some of these gems. Yeah, I I I used to have like a healthy DVD collection. Uh, What's healthy? What's healthy? Oh, I don't know. Over a hundred. Ish, ish, yeah? okay. Around there, yeah, I think that's healthy, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I've had to put it all in storage <laughs> because the, there's so much on TV now. That's true, right? There's like there's shows I still I'm like waiting to catch up. Yeah. You know, catch up and, and, and watch, right? Um, and then there's there's the, you you could find almost anything you want to. That's true. Online, so there's there's that as well. That's true, but not not anything like not, well, yes, yes, almost, no. almost, right? almost, almost everything. I just I just like to revisit stuff. Like right mm-hmm. now, I'm 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 kind of going back and forth or jumping in and out of uh, Raging Bull, um, the the, yeah, the yeah. Robert De Niro um, film, because um, I just find like y- y- when you rewatch stuff, like when you watch something for the first time, it's new and you're just kind of taking it all in. But then when you rewatch it and you rewatch it, like you find things that you you know, you didn't notice before because it wasn't new. And so just as an actor, I'm always looking for, for, for nuances and different things that I hadn't noticed before. Um, and so I think that's that's something I like with 
with that, you yeah. know, your DVDs and all. I mean, you could do that with other stuff too, yeah. but I just find like some of the material um, that's coming out now on the on some of the digital platforms. Um, yeah, you know, I, th- I feel like you, you always have it. It's like that idea of like it's always there. I can get to it. Yeah. But some of this older stuff, it's like I feel like if you don't kind of grab as much as you can of it now, like it might. You might. Yeah, you might not find you it. You might not find it anymore. That's true. Um, oh damn, there was a question that was right. When you watch, do you do you watch for both entertainment and some things you'll watch to sort of learn? Um, y- yes and. Y- yes and no. It, de- yeah. it depends on. on Raging Bull. Are, y- are you are you watching? F- are you watching to learn the craft, whether it's the lighting, the music, the directing, the acting? Yeah. Or are you watching it? Man, I just want to enjoy this little film. Yeah, like there's there's yeah. I think it's a bi- it's a bit of both. But yeah. this time around, I'm definitely watching it for the craft, for the for the cin- cinematic experience, um, and, and learning the different things. Um, and sometimes you don't set out to to learn something, but then. Like when you when you've watched it once just for entertainment, you kind of lose that 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 nuance or that uh, not nuance that um, that novelty um, of it, and then your your eyes are opened a little bit more in terms of the intricacies of the the, the filmmaking and camera angles and all that kind of stuff. So definitely a little bit of both with uh, with everything that I watch, but it also it just depends on the project. Like that's all. Yeah, sure. Romain, this has been fun, man. Honestly, man, yeah, it has been. It was a, it was a great conversation. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, no problem at all. Next time? Yeah, next time, can you watch these shirts? <laughs> 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 Will do, man. Cheers. <laughs>